There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Happy Wahey! Hey. Hump day. How about that? Feels we'll like Thursday, it. though. I don't know why. Does it I feel like Thursday to you? Yeah. And I don't know why, because tomorrow I'm leaving the show a bit early to attend the field trip. And I don't, I'm like, maybe I feel like that's today. I don't know. That's funny, because yesterday felt like Monday to me. Yeah. And then I had a epiphany at about 3.30. I'm like, oh, crap, it's Tuesday. Well, that's because you were out last week with your sickness and All so right. i feel like when you have a day off it's like your whole schedule is bonkers it was that with the vid yeah All right hey i was hoping we could play rick james mary jane this morning yeah <laughs> man <laughs> how about it so are we going to get all the billboards like there are in michigan or is there going to be a store on every corner now What's that going to look like? I don't know. We'll see. And how soon does it go into effect? No idea. Like, when do all of the Not soon enough. dispensaries, like, so just open up to just everybody? Walk in and, and just get, walk in and so buy So down it. here where there's a line at the trailer, I can start going? Yes. Not necessarily. Not at the daycare? Not right Not away, maybe, yet. but... Yeah. Yeah. There's a uh, last couple of times I, I went to Boston. There's there's this park bench that also doubles as a sort of billboard, like an sure. advertising park bench. And it's right on the corner as you're coming into the hotel. And uh, whoever uh, bought it runs like a marijuana dispensary that delivers. Oh, nice. And it's basically like in 30 minutes less or it's free kind of deal. <laughs> no, it's kind of like Drizzly. Mm hmm. They do yeah. a lot of that in Michigan, too. My uncles, they're like, no, oh, it just shows up on my porch. Yeah. It's crazy. I, you know, I shouldn't be on the street anyway. God. The first one I went to was at a bachelorette party in Vegas, and it was so wild. Yep. Because I walked in. First of all, they, they've got, like, double doors. You come into one door, and you got to sign a bunch of paperwork, and then they put you into another door, and then you wait until they let you into the room. And then it was like... It was like a fancy jewelry store. Yeah. It had all of these cases just filled with all different kinds of weed products. And then you got the young people who are, you know, 22 years old standing behind the counter who have tried every single one of them. Oh, and they're experts. And can tell you <laughs> the effect, how each one will affect you. Yeah. Yeah, and tell you exactly what to do with it, how to do it. I mean, it was mind-blowing. Your experience level. And I, it just all felt so wrong because, you know, you remember how you used to get some when you were in college, and it felt like you oh, were. It was very taboo. Know, it was very taboo, and you were breaking the law. Right. You know? <laughs> so it just felt 
really wrong to even be in there. That's how it was in Palm Springs, though. Like you, it, it was like you're walking into a fancy jewelry yes. store. Yeah. Not all of them are like that. No. But uh, that first one I went to sure was. Well, we got a lot of other stuff to get you caught up on as well. Stuff happening in the world of pop culture. While you were in the voting booth, uh, the world of pop culture continues. Lady Gaga, very annoying in college. We'll explain why. Megan Fox's new poetry book is out, and it's somewhat revealing. And the sexiest man alive is... Drum roll, please. I need a break. <laughs> we'll tell you who it is. After the break. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art sexiest man alive sexiest man alive calm down ladies an interesting choice yeah i didn't see this one coming not that i don't agree i'm just trying to figure out what does he have going on right now so here we go Jimmy Kimmel announced People Magazine Sexiest Man Alive last night, and the winner is Patrick Dempsey. No! Yes. What? Intestines in the hands. How is that? Is McDreamy from Grey's Anatomy, yes. Or you just said from Grey's Anatomy. Is he back on Grey's Anatomy? Well, Did he come back from well, the dead? If you remember when Meredith Grey had her battle with COVID, she was in like a COVID coma. And last year, and she kept going dreaming, into right? dreaming sectors. He was a part of some of the dreaming sectors, so he did come back. Well, but, like his recurring character no, in her dreams. Yes, he came back, I would say, I don't know, like three, Couple four of times. times, kind of off and on. Like was she, she would a just be happier there on the person beach. in her dreams? Yeah, well, she was trying to decide if she could go towards the lighter comeback from it. How did know? he die? He had, it was in a car accident. That's what it was. That's how they killed him. Yeah. He got him hit, didn't he? Yeah, he got hit. He had a brain issue. They couldn't find the bleed. They were in a rural town. Yeah. Yeah. But he is chosen because he has a, a foundation. He has like a Dempsey foundation as well as he did. Um, he's from Maine. So they, he is from oh, where they just the, had. where the mass shooting was. He's from that town, Lewiston, Maine. And so I think, not that it was a last minute decision, but I think oh, maybe. they've known this for months. But I think that maybe his work with the foundation is what put him towards Well, the this top. is what he says. He says, I'm glad it's happening at this point in my life. It's nice to have the recognition, and certainly my ego takes a little bump, but it gives me the platform to use it for something positive. He says that he was completely shocked when he first found out, and he started laughing. And, of course, he fully expects his kids to, quote, Make fun of me and pick on me and figure out every reason why I shouldn't be. I need a break. He is 57 <laughs> years old. He looks he good, looks great. girl. He does. He does. He so does. his foundation is called the Dempsey Center, and his mother passed away from cancer. And so he opened up this entire center about health and wellness and mental health. And so that's kind of like the primary focus of the People Magazine interview. And also featured in this year's Sexiest Man Alive, Pedro Pascal, Timothy Chalamet, Usher, Jamie Foxx, Lenny Kravitz, and Jason Kelsey. 
Oh, Jason Kelsey and not Travis. I don't know. Ah. Travis might be in there too, but the only one that's mentioned here in this article is Jason. Yeah. Kelsey. Well, yesterday when we were talking on the hot list, Molly was like, it's going to be Travis Kelsey. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Probably right. It yeah. totally is going to be Travis Kelsey. Could have been. That would have surprised me, though, because really? I feel like he's very polarizing. Yeah, maybe. Well, and what's he really got to offer the world at this point in his career other than being rich? Kind of entertaining. Well, entertaining. He's, but he's a really football good player. football player. Yeah. One of mm. the best. And he's dating Taylor Swift, guys. Yeah. Access. <laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Megan Fox got pregnant by Machine Gun Kelly, uh, but sadly she miscarried the child about 10 weeks in. And she makes references, some references to it in her new poetry book, Pretty Boys Are Poisonous, which came out yesterday. Are they still together? Well, You're asking the wrong dude. They technically are although we have heard that they've had their offs and ons because they were were seen without the other without wedding rings on and off a couple of times and then she went to his concert after that so uh -huh. a lot of people were speculating they were back together it's a mystery tim okay in an interview with good morning america she said i've never been through anything like that in my life um i have three kids so you know, it was very difficult for both of us, and it sent us on a very wild journey together, mm -hmm. but also separately trying to navigate what does this mean? Why did this happen? Mm -hmm. Megan also said that she has been in several abusive relationships with, quote, horrific people who were very famous. Uh, we don't know who they are. And she's not naming names. Are we speculating Brian Austin Green because they were married for so long? Well, they, they seem to have maintained uh, a friendship, though, no? Well, I think that there was some sort of, like, custody issue, too, after their kid. If you remember when she started dating Machine Gun Kelly, they had, like, a custody thing with their one child. I think they have one. Oh, did they have a dispute there yeah, for a while? they did. Hmm. But I'm curious because he's also been known to be someone that is very vocal against her sometimes. Well, again, uh, the name of the poetry book, if you're interested, want to read more, is Pretty Boys Are Poisonous by Megan Fox. There you go. Yeah. So very hard to deny that Lady Gaga is a force, a talent, and a woman to be reckoned with, right? Forced to be reckoned with. Absolutely. But when she was in college, some of the other kids just saw her as a totally annoying classmate. One of them is Carly Waddell. She's known for The Bachelor now, but she wanted to be a serious artist at one point, and she went to NYU's Tisch School of the Arts with Lady Gaga. Huh. She was interviewed lately, recently, and she said that Gaga used to drive the other kids crazy because during lunch, every single day, she would sit down at a piano and just play and sing Wicked at the top of her lungs. Oh, that's funny. You were, like, in class with Lady yes. Gaga? Yes, but then she was Stephanie. I was not a fan. <laughs> During lunch, she would play on the piano. There's a piano because you would eat just in like a dance studio. Yeah. And she would sit at the piano every single day and just play and sing Wicked at the top of her lungs every day. Okay. And we were all just trying to eat lunch. It was like break time. And we were all like forced to listen to her. And yes, was she good? Of course. She yeah. was great. But yeah. I just wanted to eat my sandwich. And so I used to just <laughs> eat in the hallway. Did Because everyone... she was driving me crazy. I mean, she was one of the good ones. I would never be like, she was so above. But now she's wow. so above. Yeah. 
I wonder what it, what that's like, you know, to go to a, a school for the performing arts. and Because you know you're constantly measuring up the competition. You're constantly looking around like, how do I compare to this? Mm. You know, how mm-hmm. is my singing compared to this other person? Because you're trying to figure out if you're going to make it or not. And if you're sitting around and everybody's better than you, it's like, okay, my odds of making it to Broadway probably aren't that great. But then <laughs> if you're the one that is like everybody is looking at and going, you're amazing, you're incredible. You know, I wonder where... Lady Gaga felt she was when she was in school. I think she was so lost in her own art and the (laughs) the beauty of music, and she just wanted to sing all day long. You know, she was like one of those kids that I don't care if I'm famous or not. I just want to be able to do this this. and afford dinner. Yeah. And that's exactly and why have she a roof made over it. my head. <laughs> Plus, too, you got to figure like if you get into a performing art school, you belong there. Oh yeah, they don't just take anybody. Yeah. See, I like walking around the performing arts schools. Be and like when I was at NKU, I loved when I had classes in the fine arts building because it's just so full of creativity. Yeah, and there's music, music everywhere, music and art and people dancing. And I then, wanted to go to I one of those it. schools so bad yeah. when I was a kid. Of course, there weren't any in Fulton County, Illinois. But, oh, I would. You want to go like, to the fame school. I did. I totally <laughs> wanted to go to the fame school. You want to live forever. I did. Yeah, I'm going to learn how to fly high. As you should. Yes. <laughs> that's great, though. Yeah, that's I mean, funny. you know, work ethic versus sandwich. Yeah, what do you do? Driving determination <laughs> versus sitting in the hallway eating your sandwich. You tell me. Yeah. Funny. Good for her. Uh, Nicki Minaj is taking a stand against her own fans. With some artists, you know, some artists are known to kind of weaponize their fans against their enemies. Nicki is not having it. On her Instagram story, Nicki told her barbs, quote, be sure to never threaten anyone on my behalf, mm-hmm. whether on the Internet or in person. Whether in jest or not, I do not and never have condoned that. Nick's fifth album, Pink Friday, uh, Pink Friday 2, Nikki's fifth album, Pink Friday 2, drops on Friday, December 8th. Wow. Yeah. Did Taylor ever come out and told her Swifties to calm down? Chill whenever they, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Um, she, that's Nicki Minaj's birthday too. So she's releasing that album on her birthday. Friday, December 8th. Yeah. I love that you know that. (laughs) Here for you, Jeff. Appreciate that. (laughs) So Jack Nicholson is still alive. Jack Nicholson. Jack, but he hasn't done a movie since 2010. Taking Uh, a bit of a break. How do you know? And so people have been wondering, you know, is he, is he okay? Is there, you know, some kind of ailment he's suffering from that is keeping him home uh it actually sounds like he's more than okay his good friend lou adler explained why jack doesn't work anymore he said a friend of mine wanted to put him in a movie jack said i don't want to do it you know what i did today i sat under a tree and i read a book not interested that's right he's doing whatever he really wants to do he wants to be quiet he wants to eat what he wants he wants to live the life he wants but that is what jack i'm with him doing that sounds great. Yeah. You'd sit under a tree and read a book, or would you do something else? Yeah, sure. Sure, why not? Well, I'll read Megan Fox's poetry book. There you go, out loud to your cat. Yeah. Uh-huh. Come on, Gracie. It's time for another chapter. Hey, Elf turns 20 years old this year. The Christmas movie Elf? Yes. Yes. I just got 
Elf, there is a limited edition Crocs. I saw those. Jacob and I both have a pair in the mail. Yeah, they're green, right? They're green, the and they got the little elf hat on them. They're pretty fantastic. Yeah, it's super cute. I saw yeah. those. Yeah, here are some fun facts about the movie to help you celebrate the anniversary if you watch it going into this Christmas season. Uh, turns out Will Ferrell was not the first choice to play Buddy the Elf. No. Who was? Uh, the script was actually written all the way back in 1993 with Jim Carrey in mind. Oh, wow. But he dropped out sometime during the decade that it took to make the thing. Wow. I could see that, though. Yeah, Which, A lot of that time that happens, it's like, are we doing this or not? Because I got these pending projects and I just, you know, uh, yes, no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Call me when you figure it out. And then by then you're. Booked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Buddy was originally written as a darker character. Director John Favreau wasn't really interested until it was rewritten to be more family friendly. And that's oh, when he yeah. signed on. Uh, Buddy's costume was based on the outfits the elves wore in Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. The real, the animated claymation show. Yep. Uh, Buddy's 12 <laughs> yeah. second burp was actually performed by Maurice LaMarche, who did the voice of The Brain on Pinky and the Brain. Hmm. He was that oh, voiceover actor, yeah. That's a long burp. That's what, impressive. That's incredible. 12 wow. seconds. Yeah. Uh, the cotton balls Buddy eats in the oh, doctor's yeah. office are actually undyed cotton candy. That makes sense. Yep. Uh, Will Ferrell really ate all that sugar. Oh, God. Including oh, God. the maple syrup-coated <gasps> spaghetti? spaghetti and candy. Oh, God. Oh. He really ate it. Well, he's crazy. Gross. Yeah, man, he's going there. He's doing it. Uh, Buddy's fight with the fake Santa, played by Artie Lang, was oh. done in one take. Oh, I believe oh, that, wow. too. And that also goes to show you how great Artie Lang is. Yes. Um, <laughs> so you put the two of them together. Is he still alive? Yeah, I think so. I think oh, he's wow. still hanging in there. You know, he's had his ups and downs, yeah. but... It took the art department weeks to decorate the department store. Uh, Favreau just told him, guys, go nuts. Just wreck it. Just do whatever you just Just get in it. Don't yeah. hold back. Yeah. No, you're That's not. They did. I'm the real Santa. No, you're not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was so great. Um, and also, Will turned down a reported $29 million to make the sequel because he was worried it would suck and people would accuse him of doing yeah. it for the money. And, you know, we've seen that happen before. FYI, James Kahn claims the real reason was because Will and Favreau didn't get along. Yeah, really? So. I but don't think didn't we, we just see them together? Yes, and I don't think we need a single or a, what is it called? No. A sequel? No. Yeah, no. Find the way it is. Oh no, it wasn't John Favreau. You're though. talking about the guy that played the other Step part. Brothers. Right, Step right, Brothers. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, I forget his that name. That guy's name. Yeah. <sighs> it's leaving me right now, but Somebody I will see him. So 20 for that, and I think Christmas Story, your favorite movie, Jen, is 40 this year. Is it really? You, you gotta take a trip wow. up to Cleveland. Yeah, I really, it's Go shocking that I haven't been to that house. Really, do you yeah. still have your leg lamp? Do, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, the I, leg I, lamp. I remember, lives. I got one last year from my sister, so I'm excited to put that puppy back yep. up. Yep, good stuff. Anything else? Nope, that's uh, it. All right, we'll leave it there for now. That's your latest D News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to see Green Day with special guests, the Smashing Pumpkins, Rancid, and the Linda Lindas. So we'll do that. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
Yes, how are you? Great. Good. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Baker for real, how are you? I am wonderful, thank you. Excellent. Good. Anything exciting going on today? No, no, I'm just ready for the holiday market. Ah, I hear you. So here we go. We got your three headlines here. If you could pick out the real one, then you are going to go see Green Day. Does that sound fabulous? Awesome. Yes, yes, yes. It's not quite the holiday market, but it's close. So here you go. Is it A, a thief blabbed to his Uber driver about he was on his way to rob a TJ Maxx? Is it B, woman brags to her nail tech that she deals meth while sitting next to the police chief? Or C, guy at McDonald's loudly announces he's heading over to the jewelry store next door to rob it? I'm going to go with B. Oh, go with A. Hey, it is. Yay. Good job. Yeah. So to anyone who treats their Uber driver like a therapist or legal counsel, just so you know, there's no Uber driver passenger privilege there. Last Friday, a 41-year-old man in Maine named Kevin Gray ordered a ride share to a TJ Maxx, but then he blabbed to the... He blabbed to the driver about how he how he was planning to steal from the store. You can't do that. No. He went on to brag about how he had warrants out for his arrest. Nice. He even showed the driver the drugs he had on him. Yeah. Wow. So the driver was like, wow, okay. Yeah. Well, here we are. We're at TJ Maxx. There you go, sir. Oh. See you later. Drops Kevin off. Kevin gets out. The driver immediately calls the police. <laughs> yep. Cops showed up, found Kevin. Uh, they knew who he was. They knew who he was before they even got there because it was his 12th arrest of yep. 2023. Oh. God. So that puts him ahead of an arrest per month pace. Yeah. Uh, there isn't a full rundown on his rap sheet, but it sounds like they're mostly theft-related. Well, that would make sense. It seems to be his forte. Boy, some people are just chatty <laughs> in the Uber, man. I'm just like, I select that thing where it says I'd like a quiet ride. Do oh, you really? Do? Yeah, no That's offense. so hard. Oh, my God, I love it. Don't take this personally, but. Don't I just don't want to talk to you. We just, no, it's I not. I have no interest where you're from, what you, what you, yeah. It's really. What you're about. I mean, let's I be honest. I care about your family. It's just small talk. There's it's, nothing I need to know about you. <laughs> it's just surface. It's not. We're not going anywhere with this. I usually ask a couple questions just so I know who is in charge of the vehicle that's moving forty-five down a street we shouldn't be on. Um, but I, I then after that I just sit there quietly. Really, I'm yep. like, hi. Uh, are yeah. you okay with driving to Ross? <laughs> is there a reason you cut through this neighborhood? Uh, there's a main road out there. You're probably not going to get a return ride, but thanks for taking us. I know, and the poor driver's like. Shut up. I'm begging you, please stop talking. <laughs> we had so much fun. Thanks for we're drunk. <laughs> God. Has anyone ever barfed in here before? Yeah. Is it really $200? I know we're not going far. Yeah. So I got this one DoorDash driver that delivers to our house. 
probably more than the others. Oh, yeah? And I know this because this particular DoorDash driver consistently sends a text from wherever he's picking up the food, or he or she is picking up the food. And, uh-huh. like, if they have to wait a minute, they will send an update saying, have arrived, waiting for the food. They, and oh, I'm always nice. like, oh, all good. Yeah. You know, oh. pr- appreciate the update. Uh-huh. So I respond. But I notice on the text that it says uh, what they're typing is originally in Russian. Oh, I have one of those, too. So, yeah, by the name, you can't tell. Right, because yeah. the name yeah. changes, like, every trip, I think. Sure. For security reasons. Is that how it works? Yeah. But... I mean, you know, assuming that's not the default language on DoorDash, which I don't think it is. I'm assuming that the person. Well, i Russian. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's the ideal situation because then you don't understand what anyone is saying anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, you should get a notification. Your favorite DoorDash driver is live. Would you like to order food? Well, you know what? Yes, I want I would. that. <laughs> I want that. I want to be able to pick my driver. They used to do that before I had Kroger Boost. Um, I was a member of Instacart where you could pay uh, to, you know, get your groceries delivered. And they would say that. They would say, you, one of your favorite shoppers is shopping today. Would you like to order anything? Mm-hmm. And, and so then you Bless would you. know. Because, you know, you can. That's interesting. You could, This was, I mean, years ago, like I said, before I had Kroger Boost. But you could give them stars or they could give you stars. Maybe uh, Yvonne, who's texting you, Jeff, um, or select your own Russian name, is t- texting you so you can save his number and just text him. Direct. Well, I cut, yeah, I was going to say. Like, cut, cut out the. Oh, cut out the middleman oh, to say, yeah. hey, can you run to Maggiano's for me? Yes. Yeah, because I, I have a guy who <laughs> who drives for Uber, and if he's got good customers on Uber, he just gives them his number and says, just text me directly. Yeah. You're just like, hey, I'm hungry. Are you live right now? Are you around? What are you next? What yes. are you doing? That's what you should do. You should get his number, his or her, and say, Hey, what are you, what food place are you next to right now? And then he just writes you back like embers. You're like, how about blah blah blah? Yeah, I'm trying to think of the occasion, but Kristen and I we we went downtown for dinner one night, and we got a lift car, and I specifically asked for a quiet ride, and the guy would not stop talking. No offense, I mean he was a nice dude, and he was a decent enough driver. It, it was just again, it was like the nonsensical surface talk. Like, dude, you don't have to entertain us. Yeah, but he thinks that he does, he'll get more money. Right, but I specifically, we asked for a quiet ride. Anyway, so we have dinner, great night, and we're coming back, and this driver was awesome, perfectly quiet. And at the end of it, he said, uh, well, here you are. And I'm like, you were fantastic. And he said, really? Here's my car. Call me direct. Oh, wow. And, and he had a great car. It was air conditioned. It was nice. It was spacious. Said nothing the whole way. You're hired. <laughs> I love that you're A, on the radio, and B, just don't want to talk to other people for small talk. It's yeah. not, it's not, it's nothing against them. I know. It's you. It's, it's you. me. It's totally it's me. It's 100% you. I'm just sick of hearing my own voice. That's all. <laughs> I do that. In the car. When I'm by myself in the car, you'd be surprised how many hours a day I drive around in total silence with nothing on. No yeah. podcast, no radio, no nothing. I have a big appreciation for silence right yeah oh god yeah <laughs> oh god yes <laughs> i get that coming up sun made they're seeking a divorce from fruitcake we'll explain what that's all about 
And uh, did you ever complain about the guy that smashed your food in the driveway speaking of DoorDash? No, I didn't. So are you just never going to order from that service again and hope that you don't get him? I mean, I hope he chooses not to come to my house. I mean, I have a little, I was a little concerned about his mental stability, quite honestly. I mean, for somebody to get that feisty, do I really want to poke that bear? No. No, he knows where I live, you know. I know. Kind of scary. Unsettling. Does, has have you like revised your your tipping policy? Um, I ordered from the same place yesterday that um, he got feisty over because of the distance. Yeah, and I did throw a little bit more money on there. Hmm. I did, but um, just because it's 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 not because eight miles. Um, eight miles from your house. So. That's pretty so. far. I gotta look again, but I think really? so. I live far from everybody. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm like really. Yeah. I know. I remember all the crap that Fritz used to give Jen for living living up in. I know, and that's what's so funny. I live twenty three minutes from here. How long's your drive? About thirty five. It's about thirty. <laughs> it's about thirty minutes. It's twenty five minutes at four thirty in the morning. If I was trying to do that drive, say at four o'clock, it would be about an hour and thirty five yeah. minutes. Oh my god! Right. So twenty three for you. I didn't and move there for... by choice, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> I married and not slash you know dated into Ohio. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why is a cake coming with a no face smashing warning? That and the rest of the day's news that didn't make the news. Plus, oh, we kick off round four of Shop Till You Drop today. Molly had a run yesterday at 1140. Oh, wow. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not allowed to tell you uh, what the theme of the of the round is until 740. But... Ooh. Hey, the boss is out of town. Maybe you could. I know that's true. Can you give us a clue? Let's play. Yes, I can give you a clue. Hot and cold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like this game. It's uh, what I believe is the ideal gift to give. Oh. Oh. Experiences. Oh, here we go. Quiet. Is it just silence? I know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) The gift of silence. No. (laughs) This is not going to be a fun round. It'll make more sense to you later. There's earplugs in this bag. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Soaked nuts and dried fruits made in a dense cake. And do you put? Do you put? What do you do? You put anything on it, no. or do you just eat it? Cut straight, it. And just cut, cut it, it and eat, eat it. it. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever even eaten it. I've had it. It was the most rancid thing I've ever eaten. In my life. <laughs> it just reminds me of like really. De- and I've never had it, but if I were gonna eat it, I you know those little jujubes that you can eat like candy right. in a cake. Not at all. Yeah, these things will last forever too. Uh, in some ways, we're a very divided country, but when it comes to fruitcake, uh, we're pretty united. Uh, there's a large chunk of Americans who who hate fruitcake. Tim is 
one of the rare ones. He's one of the outliers. I would, I would, I would throw that out there though. That mm, I'm going to say a solid eighty percent of the people who say they don't like it have never freaking had a bite of it. And like, never had, especially quality. So the first time I had it, I thought it was bad, and they were like, "No, this is how it's supposed to taste." And I'm like, "But it looks like the way it's wrapped in the cellophane, like it just looked gross, old to me." Yeah, it looked gross. <laughs> Because on paper, you would think fruit cake would be really good. I like fruit and I like cake. I think it's the color too that's a little discerning. It's the just density like, as right. well. Yeah, it's very very dense. And Why don't you find us a high quality? I'll fruit find one cake for you, and we'll and honestly it in, try it. And if you don't and like we'll it, we'll give it a go that's and cool. see how how we feel about it. Those green specks in there. What are those? Just candied fruit. Oh. You know, it's very funny. The can- <laughs> the number one most popular candied fruit that they used to put in there. One of my really good friends in Florida, her parents owned the company that made that fruit. Oh, that's fruit funny. I don't even remember the name of it. But, How uh, did they make it? I don't know, but that, because <laughs> I can remember her telling me, because she was, obviously, she obviously had a, a whole, came from a lot of money in yeah. the way that her parents took care of her when she was in her 30s. It was obvious that... Yeah, that they had there. their millions she, from fruitcake. Yeah, that, that, exactly. <laughs> they made their. That's how they made their millions. She's she would kind of roll her eyes and she's like, "Yeah, my dad makes the fruit." Does it that always come in a cake. tin? Isn't no. it in a tin? No, it can be in a. The ones my mom buys are just in a wrapped. Oh, like a loaf. Yeah, just like a plastic wrap. Well, Sunmade has announced that they are breaking up with fruitcake. They say they appreciate that people have used their dried fruits to make fruitcakes in the past, but they're over it. In a statement, they say, we'll always be grateful for the many sweet moments and cherished memories we had together, but the time has come for us to branch out and explore new dried fruit pairings and flavor (laughs) potentials. PR spin for no one's buying this. Yeah, obviously a tongue-in-cheek marketing stunt there. Uh, but to show they're moving on, Sunmade has posted some new holiday recipes on their website at sunmade.com slash pull off the holidays. Nice. Maybe yeah. I'll make you guys one. My mom has a recipe. That would be I fun. I would like that. I think that would be great. Are yeah. you going to be mad if we don't like it, no. though? Okay, no. great. I just do want... people put stuff Oh, he'll on take it, it home. He'll yeah, it'll be fine. I just want people to who say they don't like it to actually have had tried it. Okay, well and then let's get crazy. Can I put butter on it? Do people sure. put but, do people put butter or put jam butter or anything. what else? Yeah. What, what else do people put on? I it? I don't put anything on it. I just cut it and eat it. Does the fruit have a flavor? Like, does it taste like mint or anything? Candy. It tastes like candy. Does it come with extra bourbon on the side? <laughs> I will bring <laughs> some in. For Can you. we yes. dunk it in Little the bourbon? Dunkers. <laughs> yes. Fruitcake dunkers. That's there you the go. branding. Yes. Let's yep. mark it. Pair it with Kentucky. We do a bourbon trail. Tim's yes. fruitcake dunk. Dunkers. We get the summer holder fruit to stop by. Dunkers. I'm making a mom and pop spot for my fruitcake. Yep. That would be fun. Tim's getting his own mom and pop spot. All right, you've probably been to weddings where the bride and groom smear cake in each other's faces. Or I maybe... never liked it. I always thought it was awful. I always felt bad for the bride because of the makeup. You didn't think they were both kind of in on it, though? Like, they both sort sometimes, of agreed to it? Sometimes not, and you could tell the difference. Yeah, Agreed. you can. Yeah, you can. Uh-huh. And maybe you've heard of people smashing cakes in each other's faces as a prank, not just smearing. However, that can be dangerous. A uh, bakery is putting warnings on its cake boxes, letting customers know that smashing cakes in people's faces can lead to impalement. It says Impalement. evidently, yes, there is a clip 
in the middle of the cake board to keep the cake stable during transportation. So traditional face smashing into the cake can absolutely result in severe injury. Okay, so that's if you take their face and just slam it. Oh, my God. Yeah, don't do that. The bakery is a chain called Paris, Paris Baguette. And a spokesman for Paris Baguette says they've been using the warnings for several years now. They say the caution is just to reinforce safety protocols. Uh, I can't tell you if anyone has actually been killed or severely injured by face planting into one of their cakes. I'm sure you could get cut at least by the metal. Yeah, you would think. But the person who posted the photo online said the cake was actually tasty. But then (laughs) we followed instructions. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so aggressive when you hit someone in the face. Like it is. like the whole cake thing just feels aggressive. Yeah. Right. I've smashed some cakes. I don't like it. Yeah. Well, and we got a few videos out there of ourselves getting Yeah, those are the oh, yeah. that's what Me I'm thinking of when I yeah, got you guys pretty good a couple times. It's just kind of gross, though. I mean, you get in your eyes and up your nose. and It's really hard to wash out. The eyelashes is the other thing. Like having frosting in your eyes is not not pleasant. It's like putting butter on them. Yeah, Yeah, we did that gag for a couple years in a row. And then then we're done. Yeah, I mean, I think like, you know, Tim's more open to going for a laugh than I am. And I think even he was like, enough is enough. Yeah. Yeah. But then we tried to come up with the next thing. For the birthday cake uh, series, and I think we just forgot about it, and then filmed it during a Christmas photo shoot. Yeah, I think you're right. Yep. We did. <laughs> That's cool. the best kind. Yeah. So April, side note, April is when that comes up for renewal. So we'll need to come up with a new Something birthday new video then. message between now and then. Hmm. April, we got a little bit of time. Yeah. What and if it, we're just standing naked holding cakes? Ah, uh, birthday suits. Oh, yeah. Just what idea. people want to see. Exactly. <laughs> That's a good idea. Uh, just saying. Why is it that every time one of those mysterious photos goes viral, it involves a dress? A woman named Tessa Coates claims she was so creeped out by a photo of herself at a bridal shop trying on a wedding dress that she almost vomited in the street. Well, that's a bit much, I think. In the photo, she is standing with her back to the camera in front of two mirrors. Okay. The crazy thing is that the three versions of herself, there's, of course, the real Tessa, Mm -hmm. and then you have the two reflections of Tessa, each have her arms in different positions. It is kind of creepy. I put this up last night on the Jeff and Jen Facebook page if you want to check it out because it is kind of weird. Tessa says the image is not Photoshopped. And it was not taken with any special functions like like live image or panorama or anything like that. She said it, it is a legitimate photo straight from an iPhone. And I think that's why she's so disturbed by it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she joked that it could be a glitch in the Matrix. So Tessa took her to a genius bar at the Apple store to show to one of their experts. And uh, the employee couldn't figure it out. He called over a buddy and... Next thing you know, several employees are gathering around looking at this thing. They're, they're as confused as she was. Uh, but one of their bosses at the store, Roger, knew what it was. Uh, Roger's a little more proficient in these things. And he explained that the iPhone 
is not a camera. It's a computer. The iPhone is a computer. I mean, you think of it as a camera. It functions as a camera. Mm-hmm. But in reality, an iPhone is a computer. And the way the iPhone captures images is by taking a burst of shots left to right. It then stitches those shots together virtually instantaneously. Huh. He said that a quick movement of her arms combined with the mirrors created this one-in-a-million illusion that explains what you're looking at. Wow. Uh, Tessa seems satisfied by that. Of course, people online are still having trouble buying it. Yeah, since, like he's in on it. Since it seems like if this were the case, more people would have discovered so-called glitches in their images too. No official comment or explanation from Apple, but someone else suggested that it might be a result of some new technology that Apple is beta testing, which tries to enhance photos by combining multiple elements. But if you want to see it, it's on the Jeff and Jen Facebook page. It looks pretty neat. And they even that Apple guy, he goes in and he circles like a part on her shoulder that shows you what it looks like when all three of the images were brought together at the same time. Hmm. It's kind of neat. Huh. It's also kind of creepy because her hands are totally down, folded, and one of them is up. Like that's kind of how it looks on in all the images. Right. It's pretty cool. Okay. Uh, Lots of booze news out there today, including something you might want to get for Christmas, something you won't want to get, and some fresh stats on binge drinking from around the world. Mm. Kahlua-scented perfume (laughs) is now a thing that exists. I used to love the smell of that. It is supposed to smell like an espresso martini. So we're talking vodka, Kahlua, and coffee. They're doing it as part of the Espresso Martini's 40th birthday this year. You can pre-order it at imaginaryauthors.com for $105 a bottle. It's a lot of money for a gimmick. Yeah. How much does good perfume run these days? It's been so long since. Good perfume? Like really, like $400. I don't know, about 36 bucks, TJ Maxx. (laughs) Well, I was going to say it depends on how For how many ounces? What are the most popular ones? What your definition is of good, because they still have all the Chanel stuff you can buy probably from 90 Mm. to 150, but some of that, is it Lulier or... um, What's the, the one, big one right now? The one that's shaped like the body, the one that uh, Cardi B wears all the time. Stetson. I think that one's like 400 bucks. Wow. Uh, Fish-flavored liquor also Ooh. arrives this month. Mm. A place in New Hampshire called Tamworth Distilling has a new brandy, and it tastes like smoked trout. Ew. Mm. Mm. We'll start selling it November 17th for 65 bucks a bottle. Uh-uh. Wow. No. Does that sound good to you? Nope. Nope. Now I'll pass. And finally, a new report found that Americans are not the biggest binge drinkers in the world, contrary to the perception that we are. We're not. We're up there, but we're not the biggest binge drinkers. They looked at 33 wealthy nations and how common binge drinking is. Uh, And they define binge drinking as Six or more, wow, six or more drinks in one session. Denmark ranked first. 37% of Danes have done some binge drinking in the past month. The Danes are one of the happiest Happiest people in the world. I know. Yep. Then it's Romania, then the UK, then the US. The US is, uh, was actually 10th at 23%. So. 
They're not even in the top five. And I think 90% of our points come from the state of Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> when they put out those lists of the drink, the biggest drinkers in yeah. the United States, like nine out of the 10 counties are in Wisconsin. Wisconsin, that's funny. So when you look at the stats, like when you break down American binge drinking stats, who do you think ranks higher, men or women? Women. It's definitely women. And if you take out the men, then the U.S. ranks fourth in the world. They go I, from 10th to fourth. I think the men probably drink more often, but when women drink, they drink. You know, like they're going to have, have six drinks in a night. You have a goal. Not just one beer you have a every mission. night. You're on a, a mission. mission. To not yeah. feel anything. Correct. <laughs> We're but, going all in. But hey, we, need, we, are le- yeah, we are drinking to let go. Right. Take the edge off a little bit. Uh, speaking of stats, Wallet Hub releasing its annual list of the best cities for Thanksgiving. Uh, they base it on 18 metrics across five different categories. And that would be celebrations and tradition, affordability, safety, weather, how thankful each city is. And according to the results, San Francisco is number one, even though it tied for the least affordable. They say it's the best city for Thanksgiving, especially for people who plan to go out for the holiday instead of staying in. So if you'd rather avoid cooking and spend hundreds of dollars at a fancy restaurant, I guess San Fran is the place to be. Uh, The most affordable city for Thanksgiving, however, is Laredo, Texas. Oh, nice. I actually have some friends that live down there. Yeah. And they love hosting people. Hmm. And you really save some money. Can I bring? Uh, also, real quick before we get to shop till you drop, could listening to a poem put you in a better mood, and not just any poem? The shoe, the shoe company Asics commissioned a poet and a music producer to create a poem that would put you in a better mood just by listening to it. Okay. Does it work though? You have to listen to decide. What all is involved in the poem? Like, is there a certain, did they choose certain music to go behind it that is is created specifically to? They hired a music producer to create an instrumental track okay. to play behind the poem. Okay. And it's at a 111 hertz frequency, okay. which is supposed to help produce endorphins when you hear it. Yeah, that makes sense. So the result is they've created a poem that will put you in a better mood and hopefully inspire you to get up and get going just by hearing it. Okay. Um, And some people who have listened to it uh, close their eyes, listen to it with noise-canceling headphones. Um, But uh, it it came with mixed results. Okay. But the poem is called Nothing Feels Better, and it's very easy to find. Just go on YouTube, type in Nothing Feels Better Poem. And it's on uh, YouTube and other streaming platforms. Should be easy. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Alex is looking for a second date update with Courtney, and we're going to try to help him out. Hi, Alex. Hey, what's going on, guys? Just trying to make connections. 
Yeah, thank you for taking my call. Um, it's a little embarrassing, but I've been listening to this since high school, like these uh, second date updates, and probably where I've learned the most about like how to date and how women are and stuff. Oh, that's no, cool. I never really thought about that. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> well, you kind of learn what not to do, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, you get to hear a lot of different perspectives and it kind of stuff that you don't normally get to hear about. Good things and bad things. So, right. yeah, anyway, here's my situation. I met this girl on Tinder, and we went out for drinks, and seemed like a great night. She was flirting the whole time. We're kind of going back and forth. And I kind of, in my mind, thought, maybe we're going to end up going back home together. Didn't happen. Totally fine. Totally cool with that. But then I said, you know, I'd like to see you again. And she just, she said, cool. So, good sign, I think. Um, we both graduated from UC. We both live downtown, uh, both work in sales and we both like beer. So like, you know, what else do you need? Right? Yeah. What else do you need? Yeah. I mean, we clicked. So what happened? You think she's got someone else waiting in the wings, something else going on? I didn't catch that vibe, but I don't know. Maybe she just likes to go out and maybe I didn't meet the mark. I don't know. Like yeah. everything seems... All signs seem good. I mean, are people still making lists of qualities that are must-haves in a partner? I mean, I know that was a thing for a while, that everybody was trying to be very purposeful and very intentional, that this is the, these are the things that I need. These are, these are absolutes. If they don't have these qualities, then they are out for me. And so I'm wondering if your list was, you know, kind of working in similar fields, same educational background, likes beer. I haven't even thought about it. After the last few years, I'm just happy to get out of the house and have a good night with somebody and see what happens. I've heard that from more than one person. Yep, everybody's just kind of letting their standards just (laughs) out the door. (laughs) Out the door. Yes, anyone who pays attention to me. (laughs) Well, why don't we just call her up, go to the source. All right. And see what she really thought of Alex, because clearly she was flirty. For whatever reason, the hookup didn't happen, which, Alex, you're okay with. You just want to know why she's not returning your call. And we'll get that answer, hopefully, as Second Date Update continues next. But Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. So Alex met Courtney on Tinder, they met up for drinks, instant chemistry, the whole thing as we see with these second date updates, they start out great. She was definitely flirty with him, although they didn't hook up, but when he said, hey, how about, can I see you again? She said, cool. Uh, they have a lot in common. They both went to UC. They both live downtown. Both like beer. So we got a lot of foundational elements yes. in place. Important things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no response when he tried to reach out and get together again with her. So I don't know. Let's call her up, unless there's anything else important that you think we need to know going in, Alex. Uh, Yeah, you got it. All there. All right. Hello? Hi, is this Courtney? 
Yeah, this is she. Hello, it's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim at Q102. How are you? Oh, my God. Jeff and Jen? How you doing, Courtney? Good morning. Hi. Your dad didn't once work here, did he? You're not that Courtney, are you? No, I am not that Courtney, but I, yeah, I already have a feeling I know what this is about. Yes, I will confirm this is a second date update. Oh, gosh. Yeah, and I know who called you. This is wild. Okay, so were you avoiding Alex intentionally, or or are you just busy? Um, Okay, here's the deal. I just think that we have philosophical differences about life in general. How so? Well, I'm a pretty happy, positive person, right? And I just felt like he was more doom and gloom. Um, He actually told me that he thinks that happiness is a lie. Happiness is a lie? Yeah, that happiness is a lie, that he doesn't believe in it. And he said that people who think they're happy or delusional or that they're just faking it. And I don't know, basically that the world's so jacked up and there's no way people can be happy. And like, he just kept going on and on and on about it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you're well, a ha- pretty mean, happy person and you believe your happiness is real and true and legit. And, and you think he's kind of just a little dark maybe. Yeah, I mean, I try to, like, stay positive. Yes, life can be hard, but I, I don't know. I I definitely don't agree with his viewpoints. And I just kind of smiled, and I asked him a few questions and nodded my head. But, I mean, man, what a bummer. That's yeah. just, like, a really interesting way to go about life, in my opinion. Well, I'm okay with this lie. You're okay with what? <laughs> I mean, if happiness is a lie, I guess I'm okay with that. Yeah, you can live with that lie. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, you're right. The world is a really messed up place. And there is a lot of toxic positivity out there. I mean, people have to be really careful about that and around that. But I don't think everyone is. Of course. Yeah, but I go through life trying to be an oasis from that as mm-hmm. much as I can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You want to weigh in here, Alex? What do you think of what Courtney had to say? Do you think you're a doom and gloom negative guy? I don't feel like that's exactly what I said. I feel, you know, and if, you know, it's misconstrued, I get it. But, like, what I actually said, I feel, was that I'm suspicious of people who are a little too happy. Kind of like what you were saying with the toxic positivity. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, with everything going on in the world right now, it's if you're walking around all like happy, happy, joy, joy, head in the clouds, like rainbows and unicorns, then you're just not paying attention. Right. That's all, really. I get that. I don't know. I mean, that's not really much better. Like, yes, the world <laughs> has its troubles, but like, it's also what you focus on. And if you want to focus on all the bad things that are happening, all the negativity, that's fine. That's you. But I don't want to live that way. Like, I want to try to see the silver lining. I want to try to focus on the good things. So, yeah, yeah I just want to be realistic. And keep my eyes open. You know, good luck, I guess. <laughs> you know, I kind of feel both sides of this argument because there are days where I look at people who have their heads in their in the clouds and like I'm, wake up can you not see what's right no. in front of you come I, on I mean that's no, that's what grounded, that's what Tim, right. that's what deep down Tim says but right. then brain Tim goes 
man, I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> I'm kind of jealous. Is it kind of like the whole ignorance is bliss yes, kind of exactly. thing? If you, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot easier to be happy when you don't know things. Yes. <laughs> but I also think there's a mindset in finding happiness in even the worst of situations. Do you remember that Academy Award winning film, Life is Beautiful? It came out in mm-hmm. 1999. Yeah. This is about a man who, you know, ultimately gets sent to his death. But the premise of the story is he's living in German occupied Italy during World War II, where everything around him is death and destruction. And he he makes he makes it a point. It's his mission to spread joy and find happiness anywhere he can, just as it means the survival. Sure, sure. There's a lot of books written by people who have had those kinds of situations. I mean, it's a both and. I mean, you need to be aware, and then you need to choose to live your life the way that you really want to live it. And if that's in a happy, happy, joy, joy state, mm-hmm. <laughs> then do it. Yeah, it just, it feels better for me. Like, I know the world is messed up. You know, I haven't had, like, a perfect life, but it's like, do I want to dwell in that and stay in this dark place? Because I'm going to be here anyways. Like, you only have one life. So which which way, like, what per- perspective do you want? Do you want to be doom and gloom? Or, I mean, there's so much beauty in the world. Like, I see it all the time. Like, even just somebody letting me in in traffic or holding open a door for someone. I you mean, practice so gratitude. Yeah. And let's be real. Yes, Humanity has been screwed up in its entire existence. There's always been a portion of the population. It's, all, it's always been bad stuff that's happened, yeah. right? Now we just have it on Twitter. A lot of it. Yeah. We just have a lot more of it right now. Yeah. I mean, I, and I don't want to like psychoanalyze whatever, but you know, yeah, you, you can look for the silver lining, but if there's bad stuff happening and you're ignoring it or you're just pushing it down and not acknowledging it, then you're complicit in it. In a way, what, yeah. Okay, Alex, but what are you doing to help those problems besides just having a negative disposition? Because if you're not doing anything to solve those problems, you're just pissed about it and up in arms about it, but you're not doing anything actively to change it, then what is the point? That's what I don't understand. Like, it's not like you're doing anything. Okay, yeah, you have awareness about all these problems, but what are you doing to change it? Besides walking around, being miserable, and being upset at people that choose to look at life differently. Cool. So I'll flip that back on you. You're all happy, happy. What are you doing to make it better? She brightens the days of people like me when I'm annoyed. (laughs) Which is pretty often. All right. I see both sides. Yep. I see the failure to communicate (sighs) here. Mm -hmm. And that's a sign it's not meant to be. So we appreciate you taking the call, Alex. Yeah. I really do get your yeah. point. Yeah. I do. I do. I get both. Yep. Yeah. And Courtney, obviously, we appreciate you putting yourself out there for coming on Second Date Update. Absolutely. And Alex, I, I genuinely wish you the best of luck. I hope you do find, like, that right fit. I mean that. I appreciate it. I guess this time, opposites sit in the track, guys. That's uh, okay. But I, I thanks, thanks for getting to the bottom of it. And Courtney, best of luck to you, too. All right. If you need a little help with the second date update, just send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Coming up, your shot at $1,000. The 1K letter of the day is coming up. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Kelly, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Oh, you know, pretty good. Life is good. Yeah, for Wednesday. Can't complain. Yep. 
just happy to, you know, be getting over this thing. And, uh, you know, better if you're going to get sick with something, do it now before Thanksgiving, before everybody yes. starts coming to town. The holidays get super busy. Tim and I have a birthday on the 18th and 19th. So yeah, happy to have this cleared up by then so we can celebrate. Mm-hmm. Sure. How are you? Do- How's your health holding up, Kelly? It's good. I I came down with the sniffles, um, but it's been a little bit. So I feel like I'm, you know, knock on wood, um, have gotten it out of the way. And, you know, this weather is just, it's hard. My little one has it right now. Right. Hot, cold, hot, cold. Yeah. So Your sinuses um, just love that. I'm, I'm just... Uh, Pumping them with the vitamins. Yeah, so you yeah. know how Kristen loves to have the windows open if it's, you know, remotely balmy at all. And so we have all the windows have been open these past few nights because it's been so warm. Uh, but then right. she started coming down with, I was like, oh, dear God, she got what I had. And <laughs> and, and she went yeah. to Walgreens and she got uh, allergy medication, cleared it right up. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. That's oh, what that's, it was. Yeah. She said, I think because we've been sleeping with the windows open and we've yeah. had some landscaping work. Done. Mm-hmm. All the wet leaves. Which turn stuff up. Yeah. Mold yep. and things. I had that same thing. I took one Zyrtec D and was like, I'm back. I felt like a new <laughs> yeah. person. I'm not kidding. Do you get the stuff behind the uh behind the counter there? Oh yeah. If it doesn't if it doesn't require my driver's license, it ain't working for me. Yeah, because I can't <laughs> find an allergy medication that works for me ever. And I've tried almost all of them. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's my next thing. Yeah. I got some in my purse. Hey, man, you got something back there that... Uh... Can I see your driver's license? I'll give you some Sudafed. There you go. Well, let's try to win you $1,000, Kelly. Okay, I'm ready. Right, I, I wish I would have pumped my veins up a little more caffeine, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. You'll be fine. You'll make it work. You'll make it work. Yeah. You'll I have know. 30 seconds okay. to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day that Jeff is about to reveal. Please do not repeat any of your answers, and the key to winning is to pass quickly. Uh, yes, and it says here you got the letter J. Oh, J. The letter J is in Jeff and Jen. I like hey. it. So we got 30 hey. seconds on the clock. Okay. okay. And I won't start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. With the letter J, name something you wear to church. Jacket. Something black. Jeep. A fruit. Yeah. Something you hit. Uh, jar. Something you stir. Um, jello. Something frozen. Um, yeah. A clothing brand. Um, yeah. A restaurant. Uh, Jack. A toy. Uh, oh my God. Oh man, I was right there. I was so, I was. You were laying on that. What was your fruit? Jackfruit. What was your? Stomach? I went with jicama. My, uh. my my clothing brand was Jordache. Jordache. Oh. I went with Jordache yes. too. Well, oh, that was a good frozen. one, but that did something, not come to me. I know something frozen. I was thinking jelly or jam, but she had already said that. Jack in Jello the box. Jello pops. Yeah. Jello pudding pops. Jack in the box <laughs> for the toy. I said Jags for my restaurant. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, well, that was my first time, so I was pretty good. I know. I couldn't tell if Kelly said Japs, the the, uh, Molly's Bar in OTR, or Jags in Westchester. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking J. Alexander. Oh, man. I thought that's what I wrote was J. Alexander's. Yep. Oh, all right. That's a fun letter. 
That is a fun letter. Yeah, yeah that's I'm, great. I'm going to look up some clothing. Uh, <laughs> going to go order some Jordache jeans. Get some old Jordache stuff. You betcha. See what I missed. How many did I get so I know Six. if I ever get through again that I've got to beat it? Jacket, Six. jeans, jar, jello, japs. I got five. What did I miss? Did I miss I anything? I just wadded it up and threw it away. Oh. Hold on. Jen, Jen threw your. No, I you don't have to do that. It's okay. No, Was it not? See, the best part is, is Jen doesn't have a garbage can near her seat, so she just throws I it throw on the it floor. I throw it on the floor. I wad <laughs> things up and throw it on the floor. All right. She got something you wear to church. She got something Jacket, black. Jeans. Something you hit. Something know. you stir. Oh, jar. A restaurant. Was, jar was hit. Jello was something you stir. The restaurant. She said, "Did you You said Japs, right? Yeah. She didn't get a, did she get a toy? I have her head getting a toy. I think she got toy. it right at the end. Right at the buzzer. Yeah. All right. So. That would be six if she got a toy. Okay. So, so there's your baseline. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, that was so much fun. Thank yeah. you, guys. Yeah. See if you can improve your game now, next time. Now back to uh, Shop to Drop. There you go. You got it, Kelly. <laughs> we'll play in a, it. Hey, round four kicked it off at 740. We yeah. play again at 940. Okay. I'm awesome. ready. All right. Have a great day. Hey, you, you too. You too. Take it easy. Thanks. See you. Bye. Thanks. All right. Eight. Uh, 829 weather wise uh, partly cloudy skies today wind gusts however kicking up into the afternoon and evening but we will see a nice warm high of 77 right now 53 at q102 this is the jeff and jen morning show on q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. We'll say hi to our new Best Friends Club member. This is Kaylee Lindsay, everybody. What's up, Kaylee? Hello. Hello, hi, hello. Kaylee. Welcome to the club, Kaylee. Thank you. How are you guys today? Uh, you know, we're we're doing great. We're coming up with some big money-making ideas here on the show. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> I could hear. Yeah. It's amazing how quickly you get over your disgust at society when there's money in it for you somehow. Yes, amen so true. That. That's true. Um, but now you, you are not making money just yet because you're still in school. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. And where do you go to school and what are you studying? I go to Milford Junior High. I'm not in high school yet, but I am taking high school credit classes. Oh, that's cool. So you're probably well, the youngest member of the Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club. I think so. Yes. Me and my grandma, she has been listening for 51 years before you guys were even, like, on the channel. Holy mackerel. I've been listening for three years. Not as much, but definitely up there. But you're you're aspiring to listen that long, hopefully, if all goes well. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what the 101.9 frequency was before it was Q102. Wasn't it, like, easy listening or something like that? WKRC-FM. Easy listening. No, it was... It was still the same pop back oh. then. Even when I moved to Virginia Beach, sometimes at night, I could pick it up on the radio, and I would sit there and listen to it, and it would remind me of home. Oh, nice. how sweet is that? Well, you must be Kaylee's grandmother. Hi. Kaylee. Yeah, yes, I am. Hello. 
<laughs> and Aww. what's your name? I am so grateful to you guys. You have just made her day. Yes, I'm I'm sitting here with my heart pounding. I'm so happy right now. Oh, that's so cool. Air hugs. Well, how do we let the daughter in without letting grandma in too? Was this a twofer? I think it has to be, don't you? Mm-hmm. I mean, let's I mean, get her jerseys wow. out, sis. She can't drive herself here. That is awesome. That is very awesome. Yes. yes. Thank you guys. We would love We that. have had such a a struggle, our ups and downs. Yeah. And this child has been through so much in her life that uh, you would never think that she is 13. Very mature for her age. Well, that was apparent in her application because we would not choose a child. To come and participate in some of the activities that we have planned, unless they were extraordinarily mature. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah. So there. I was really entertained by the fact that when you when you talk about like what have you learned from listening to the Jeff and Jen Morning yeah. Show, uh, Kaylee says to be one hundred percent honest, there's been a lot of things because I have the memory of a goldfish. <laughs> yes. I, I love no people like that. To quit because there are so many things. I also learned. To never have a second date update unless I'm sure I did nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> For when you start dating. I love it. Later. Right. For when I start dating, yes. Yeah. It's a ways way. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Well, at the ripe age of 13, Kaylee has had the privilege of singing the national anthem at two Bengals games with her choir. Oh, wow. That's cool. Uh, so far, she's never failed a class. Good for you. That's nice. It says here, you've watched for over five years. I assume you mean you've listened to our show for over five years. Is that right? Yes. I guess I put watch, but yeah. Listen, we're on video now more than ever. We have our Facebook yes. Live every morning. Yeah, I get usually like the tail end of it, but I do watch it. All right. Well, we're happy to have you in the club, Kaylee. Yeah, and, we're pumped. And your you. grandma, too. What's your grandma's name? Roxanne. Roxanne, it's great to have you hey, in the Roxanne. club. Thank you very much. You guys do so much, and we have had so many laughs. Yes. As I have driven her to school, we drive from, like, Milford to Westchester, and we listen all the way, and we catch second date update. and That's the whole uh, highlight uh, of the morning for me. <laughs> you know, the... The gifts, and I mean, we just sit here and laugh the whole time. Yes. Mm. Well, we love that. We love that you have that shared experience. Yeah. Multiple generations. Yes. Yes. May I say one thing? Certainly. Sure. I am a strong advocate of mental health, and if your child comes to you and tells you that they are wanting to do self-harm or that they are having problems, don't think that they're trying to get attention. Right. You know, address the problem, help them. You know, that's part of your job, and you wouldn't want to lose that child. No. Listen to them and take it seriously. That's right. Definitely. Definitely. Yep. Thank you both for that message. Of course. Thank you. Excited right. to have you. We'll see you sooner than yep. later, kid. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Take Thanks. it easy. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.